everyone. What is up, guys? It is Tuesday. Uh, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again. Tom Brady, no seventh ring for you. Patrick Mahomes, he's going to get his second ring. Jackson, I hate doing it. He's about to get more rings than Aaron Rodgers. Unfortunately. Yeah, he's already made more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, we'll, we'll get more into the Packers' downfall. Uh, Jackson probably won't have much to say, or he'll have a lot to say. We'll find out. But, yeah, we all know the Chiefs won. If you haven't, I don't know, again, why you get your sports news from us. Might be the dumbest decision you can do because, hell, we don't talk a lot of sports. We also given a little update in Battle for the 10th Seed, only Western Conference. You got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, some NBA trade rumors going around, but mainly talking about the NFL, Super Bowl, 55, Chiefs, Buccaneers. Other than that, this is Primetime Kansas City presented to you by Q39. Now let's hear a message from our sponsor. Gather around the dinner table with Q39. Your award-winning barbecue favorites are just a click away. Visit Q39KC.com to place your Q2Go order and pick it up curbside hot and fresh at either Q39 location. Need a meal for the whole family? Check out Q39's grab-and-go barbecue meal package for a quick and convenient option the whole family will love. All right, let's get right into it. Chiefs, Bills, Bills, Mafia, you can go suck a dick. You actually thought you had a chance. Um, Chiefs win 38-24. I think the thing that everyone was relieved, the Chiefs can blow out a good team. I don't know about you, but that's that's the first thing I thought. Because if you really think about it, no onside kick, no McCall Hardman fumble. I mean, we beat them by what? 28? A lot. Um, yeah, this was honestly probably the most comfortable game they've had in like two months. Since the Jets. It's, it's yeah. the biggest win since the Jets. Every other game... I mean, it's unbelievable. Like I, whenever they fell down nine nothing, was really not nervous. I'm a year ago I would have been, but now at this point it's just like we're in the second quarter. Like okay, like maybe if we're down nine in the fourth, I'll start to get nervous. But even then, yeah. like they're just so unbelievably good on offense, and they can just kill you at any moment. That it's hard to really get scared since 2018. Get this. Since 2018, Patrick Mahomes is 21-4 and four when the Chiefs do not score first in the game. When they don't. 21-4. and four. Do we know The rest of the NFL do? combined is 291-482-4, a win percentage of 37. The Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes win 84% of their games where their opponent scores first. 21-4. and four, I mean, So Mahomes is 23-4 and four when we do score first. So I'll take either one. It's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. It, there's never been a team that can get off to such a slow start in NFL history and, and be completely fine. And fired. be fine over and over and over again. That's yeah, the other it, thing. it's, it's not a like, consistent thing. Yeah, it's not like they just pull it out every now and then and it's like, oh, they have this in their bag. Like, they're doing it on a regular basis. Um, John, And they've with, done it in, like, half his games. With Sunday's win, does this make you feel more confident going into the Super Bowl seeing you can blow out a good team and not make every single game close? So, yeah, it's kind of weird for me. I I never really thought that, like, the close deficits were ever an issue. Like, I obviously they're a thing that makes you worried about the team um, in the sense of just, like, questioning how good they actually are. Uh, and I kind of think that fear went away after last week because I think we were on our way to getting a good, you know, comfortable victory, and then Mahomes gets hurt. So I mm-hmm. felt like um, any concerns with that should have been flushed after the last game, but... That wasn't the case for a lot of people. Um, but, yeah, I just think the Chiefs are kind of doing that thing where they're showing, yeah, they've gotten better going into the playoff area. 
They're they're putting their best foot forward for real now. Uh, more intensity from the defense, more intensity from the offense. So it's it's um I think all things considered, yeah, it did make me more confident. Not necessarily because of the blowout things, but I think it just further went to prove that even though our wins haven't been exactly impressive, we are plenty deserving of having, you know, what should have been a fifteen and one record. Uh we we definitely fit the billing for a team that's capable Hell, of doing what could that. have been so. sixteen and zero. Yeah, if, really. If our defense been has been playing if Nick the way, Kaiser could catch a ball. Okay, but that's something you kind of brought up. The defense, yeah. I mean, it's the playoffs. They're good now. I feel like I've said this before. Yeah, but, they are. Uh... Go on. Or you're gonna say, no, oh, yeah. I was just gonna say. I thought. I think top to bottom, they've improved. Secondary has been much better. Um, the, you know, the Bills don't have a bad receiving core, and the Chiefs had them on lock pretty much mm-hmm. the entire night. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen was so confused. If he doesn't have open receivers, he has no idea what the hell to do. And that was extremely present. So, yeah, uh, great job by them. And then, you know, the defensive line as a whole, I didn't think was very good, but Chris Jones was absolutely insane. Um, he he was plenty worth whatever we gave him this offseason we'll just for what he did in that game. Packers Obviously, Buccaneers. he needs to continue, but. We'll get into the Packers-Buccaneers game later, but I will say, if the same Chiefs that come out on that came out against the Bills come out against the Buccaneers that came out against the Packers, I think it's a blowout. Yeah, I I, I would. Oh, oh, you said against the Packers? No, if the way the Bucks played the Packers oh, and if they played gotcha. the Chiefs like that, and the Chiefs played the Bills how they did, and they play like that against the Bucks, I think it's a blowout. Yeah, no, I think I think um, they they can take them for sure. Uh, the, and Jackson can speak on this later, but I think one thing with the Buccaneers is they've kind of relied on teams effing up. Yeah, I was going to say the Packers get... shot themselves in the foot. But hey, we'll yeah. get into that later. We're going to keep it on a high note for now. Chiefs go but to yeah. the second straight Super Bowl. Let's get on the offensive side. I mean, Mahomes didn't even look like he had turf toe, or he just got out of concussion protocol. I mean, what it can't was, uh... this man do? It was a great game plan, to be completely honest, to make sure that he didn't have to do too much. It, he, you know, only had really <clears throat> one deep throw, and it was dropped by Tyreek on the first drive. Everything else was pretty intermediate. It was really an Alex Smith game plan, and that's not a bad thing when your quarterback's not healthy. So, um, I thought, I thought Patrick looked phenomenal. Probably the best he'd looked in the month. Um, I, I think that was better than any game he played in December. Uh, he. Look comfortable the entire game. Offensive line did a great job, even with the injuries. Patrick took one sack all game for literally no – it went back to the line of scrimmage. So uh, that was good. Uh, the offense just killed it. Darrell Williams, I mean, god damn. He goes from being zero carries a game for like three weeks in a row to all of a sudden being your leading rusher in the playoffs. It's just – they've got so many things on their offense that can beat you, and it's uh, – yeah, I expected the offense to perform well, but that that surpassed my expectations. And that's the thing: we get Williams back again yeah, next and, year. Like, no, ahead, what are ahead. what are we gonna do? Are we gonna someone's gonna get cut or traded? And I hope it's traded. Well, Le'Veon won't be back. I yeah. hope it's Damian. I think Damian might have to get the trade. So you want to keep the old trade, keep the trade. rookie? I Clyde? I would say keep. Keep Clyde, obviously. Yeah, there's not um, a chance in hell that, you cut Clyde. That, not no, I wasn't saying cut get... Clyde. See, but like, um, but yeah, I, I would keep Daryl, and I would I would move Damian, even though he's going to miss a year. 
he might lose some value, but like that's what I was gonna say. I feel like I, you can just show him what he did in the twenty twenty playoffs and get a fifth yeah, round pick for him. I agree with that, which is plenty worth it. So yeah, Chiefs Bro. won. It was a pretty good win. Really good performance from both offense and defense. But Jackson, we all know we had to talk about it. Packers lose. What was it? 26, 21? Oh wait, I do have to give a special teams report. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs punted once. Nice. Um, I don't have the numbers on it, but it was only one time, so I could give a damn. Uh, <laughs> so you, the one cares? time they be punting, you don't even really go and. Yeah, it. I don't even have it. But That's Harrison Bucker. He did Harrison his job. Bucker did great. I, look, th- it's so funny because I think my whole standard for the NFL now is as long as kickers can make extra points and punt returners can catch punts and just control them, then I am perfectly happy with the special teams output. We can do literally anything else. We could miss all our field goals, and I wouldn't even be all that pissed. I know that sounds stupid, but I'm just so sick of throwing points away with extra points and special teams debacles that at this point, as long as you can just not F up royally, then you've done your job. And, hey, a little side note, we all went 3-0 this week for Lock of the Week, so if you actually – No, we did not. Yeah, we did. No, we did not. Who didn't get it? Who didn't get it? Oh, wait. Jackson picked the Bucks. I forgot about that. I forgot Jackson did that stupid pick the Packers, but then lock in the Bucks. Then you do that. Plus three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that you did that. Okay, never mind. I totally was like, oh, yeah, Jackson picked the Packers, but I forgot you uh, you went ahead and played both sides there. So, so yeah. If you guys actually pick with us, there you go. But we're still playing negative for you. Yeah, you're yeah. still losing money if you've failed <laughs> everything we've done. That was our first perfect week of the season. Yeah, it, was. it was. And it, with well, two it, games. Is this the first <laughs> week games. that we that like two of us have won? I feel like every week we go one and three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one. I, winning records are very hard for us around here. Hey, we'll, we'll have a I fresh think start I'm all time to a winning record because I'm three and zero oh in the playoffs, you're and I was four and, and five in the regular season. That, might have yeah. been my first playoff win. That, that I can't was my first now. playoff win, and I and we were all tied going into the playoffs. So yeah, John is in first place. Me and Jackson are tied for second. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the Packers game. Uh, what was it, Jackson? Thirty-one twenty-six. Yes. Uh, I'll let you take the floor. Just, just, just well, dive in. I'm sorry to anybody that doesn't care about the Packers. You can skip ahead in the podcast, but I, I have to go over every mistake that was made just because I feel like it's beneficial for Kansas city to hear this. If they're nervous about the Buccaneers third and seven, first drive of the game, Tom Brady floats one, Kevin Kings in coverage jumps way too fucking early, way too early. Mike Evans touchdown should have been a field goal. It should have been three points right there. All right. Next drive Packers punt, Bucks punt, blah, blah, blah. All that good stuff. Packers eventually score a touchdown. Here we go. Here's where the shit just goes crazy into the half. Eight seconds, no timeouts. The Buccaneers have zero timeouts at this point. Keep that in mind. They literally cannot go down in bounds. It is the half is over. They Green Bay pulls a Greg Williams, a Jets, and plays cover fucking zero. They play cover one over the top. They play man coverage, and some scrawny white dude beats Kevin King's ass off the line of scrimmage. Kevin King's caught looking in the backfield. Touchdown, they take an 11-point lead into the locker room. How the piss that happened is inexcusable. Defensive coordinator should be fired. Kevin King should be cut. Start the second half. Third down and five. Rodgers in the offense trying to get something going. Aaron Jones catches a crossing route, fucking fumbles the football. Tampa starts at the eight-yard line. 
Brady's luck, by the way. They score a touchdown on the very next play. It's an 18-point pissing game. Then, after turnovers, Brady throws an interception, and the Packers cut it to a five-point game because Equinemia St. Brown's a dumbass and drops the two-point conversion to make it a three-point game. The Packers then pick off Brady again. Offensive line gets Rodgers sacked, three and out. They then pick Brady off for a third time. The Packers then proceed to go three and out again. And then the Buccaneers get three points at 31-23. And here's where the here's where the debacle ends up happening is that on third and goal, Rodgers looks like he has some running room. I'm not saying – I think it's a little overblown that he would have scored a touchdown, to be completely honest. I don't think he would have scored a touchdown. But he probably could have got three or four yards or maybe something like that. There was – Jason Pierre-Paul was there, and there was two other bucks staring at him. He was not going to score. But he was going to get closer, and that might change the decision on fourth down. It shouldn't have. Because on fourth down, Matt LaFleur, for some fucking reason, kicks a field goal. What the fuck? I'm – I haven't talked about this game since. I've kept it to myself, but this is this is about what's today, fucking Tuesday. This is about three days of fucking built up frustration about to come out. How the fuck do you trust Mike <laughs> Petton more than Aaron fucking Rodgers? How? It's unbelievable. Two minutes and nine seconds left in the game. You're at the eight-yard line. If you kick a field goal, guess what, dipshit? You still have to score a touchdown anyway, and that's with less time and less timeouts and with more field to fucking go. It made no sense at all. You are, oh, my God. How could you trust a defense that had given up 31 points? How can you trust your defense with two minutes and nine fucking seconds? Actually, scrap that. When Crosby made the field goal, it was two minutes and five seconds. And then by the time the kickoff was over, it was two minutes and two seconds. You had, oh my, you had no fucking time. Your only hope was getting a three and out. And with that three and out, you were still going to have no fucking timeouts and stuff to score a touchdown. It makes no sense. It is the most bullshit way to lose your season. Matt LaFleur, I know we're not even on the segment yet. You're the D4 of the fucking year. Yes, D4 of the year. There you go. That's how you end the. That's do you feel better, Jackson? Do you uh, feel better? A little bit. I, okay. That, that's. What I I'm think. At. I think he deserves. He deserved to let that out because that was rough. Um, yeah. Me I, and John. I'm not. I'm not we, like. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah. uh, Jackson left the group chat in, in frustration, which we understand. We uh, did not add him back until the Chiefs game. We respected his decision. We, me and John, truly felt. Sorry for the Packers and for Jackson. Yeah, we had a little sympathy, sympathy my, moment my before Jackson a Packers fan? No, he can go second day. No, he doesn't even know who Ted Thompson is. Yeah, what the fuck? No, then don't even tell him that he's – tell him he's not a Packers fan. Oh, oh, no. It was funny. Every single person in our dorm that's on our floor, they came in here when the Chiefs were hosting the ASC Championship, and they all just said, fuck the Packers. It was awesome. It was just awesome. Jesus. Dang. No, if that happened to me, I would have beat the shit out of somebody. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah, I know you would not take that well at all. That would have been a disaster yeah. for you. And I, I did not say a word. I either. swear to you, I did, not, I, did not, I did not speak one word until the end of the first quarter of the Chiefs game. I just sat there. I didn't even get yeah. into the and then And then you were the like, okay, quarter. the Chiefs can fix it. You said I can't even watch I the Chiefs say, game. I was trying. I was trying to watch the first quarter, and I just was like seeing shit happen, and I was just all I could think about was Matt Lafleur being a fuckhead. Yeah, I, I, my take on the Packers. Um, I don't get teams kicking field goals late in games 
when they don't help them cross a score threshold. Like, mm-hmm. there, there was no, I don't know. All it does is make it to where a touchdown wins you the game mm-hmm. instead of a touchdown and a two ties it. But I think he needed to see there, you are much better off going for it and you have your chance to tie it. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't get it, you're still going to need a touchdown. Like, I just, he chose a field goal over an extra chance at tying the game. And the Bucks are in bad position. Rod- so if they go three and out, you're in good field position. I get it if you're four minutes left in the game and you're like, you know what? We have three timeouts plus the two-minute warning with four minutes left. Let's kick the field goal and try and get the ball back. That makes sense. But with two minutes, not a little over two minutes left, it made zero sense. It made – I'm pretty sure their win percentage analytically, which I have a love-hate with analytics, but it's on my side here. I'm pretty sure analytically their win percentage went down by kicking the field goal. It should. Can, compared to going for it, which is just – what pisses me off the most is that LaFleur had been aggressive all year. He had went for a shit ton of fourth downs. He had not been a bitch all year long. And in that situation, he pussied out. He just – he crossed his legs and he sat while he pissed. He was just a bitch. And at the end of the day, that's unex- it's inexcusable. The Packers got out coached. The defensive coordinator calling cover one to end the half, and then that were the two biggest fuck-ups of the game. And not to mention, I didn't even get into this. The refs were so bullshit at the end of that. It was a penalty on Kevin King, which, you know, who's surprised? Kevin King couldn't keep up with fucking Stevie Wonder if he tried. But, I mean, they hadn't called shit all game. Multiple, multiple plays that were important. The one Rodgers interception, Alan Lazard's shoulder pad is getting literally torn. They had not called shit. They were letting him play, and then they – that first ball, that ball is not catchable. It sailed way the fuck over that guy's head. So it shouldn't have been a penalty. Yeah, that was – no, that was the first thing I saw with that. That's why I said it shouldn't have been. But – If you want to call defensive holding there, maybe. But pass interference – pass interference is literally in the rule book, cannot happen on a in, on a, a ball that is not catchable. I just – if they would have called it like that all game, I would have felt a lot better about it. The fact that they just kept the whistles, they didn't call much, they didn't throw many flags, and then they waited till right then to do it pissed me off. Yeah. yeah. No, you you're fair to be to be upset. That, All I'm gonna that... say is I'm worried that we have to play Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski in a playoff game, and if we get the third down, I think Tom Brady's just gonna chuck it to uh, Gronk. That brings yeah, back and, terrible memories. Yeah, well, and Legarius Sneed, who hopefully will be back, will oh, be he like, should. oh, Andy this guy's an old fine. ass bum. I can easily guard him. <laughs> but Eric Berry, on the other hand, is like, oh god. I can I can get through chemo, but I can't do this. Oh God, Jesus Christ, John! I, I have a theory about that last year, Eric Berry, that he never wanted to play. He he, I don't think he wanted to. He could have played a lot earlier, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he well, ditched out. He shouldn't have played because he sucked. We he, would have been better with ten men on the team. field than Eric Berry being on the field with them. No, and been. I I don't need to turn this into an Eric Berry session, but God, talk Eric Berry, you know what? Screw dist- Eric Berry. D four to the week. No, Eric Berry. Well, no. If we're gonna do if if we're gonna blame people for the AFC championship, and it's make a dude the, the award the is week named out based on the 2018. We're not gonna blame Eric Berry, okay? Hey, we're I'll just say it. this: it, right as I was starting to get a little happy on Sunday night, and 
then fucking Amarni Watts drops the onside kick and they have to they just have to bring up. That's the first time an onside kick has been recovered. I, I was like, oh, that's what pissed off. NFC Championship game. I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. All and right, you man. know what? It, my roommate, my roommate failed the Packers fan test because he didn't react. Yeah, no, I literally like I was, I was shocked. Be like, Jackson's just, probably like, hitting himself right ran now. Ran through my body at that moment, bro. When I, they showed the D Ford moment in the intro of the Chiefs and Buccaneers or Chiefs and Bills game, I just yelled "fuck D Ford." I yelled it so loud, someone knocked on my room. Like, good, I good, was good. Pissed. That's what you should do every time you see his face. That's what I do. Like, Here's one thing that we're going to preview about the Super Bowl. Tampa just put up 31 on Green Bay without Antonio Brown. Yes. That so is Antonio scary. Brown is back. They have Godwin, Evans, Miller, Gronk, Brait, Fournette, and Brown. That's a little bit of a problem, if you I ask mean, me. I mean, that's like facing the Chiefs. And Ronald Jones. No, you're right. It is. And we talked about this um, because I think you said, said it, you said something like, Look, the thing that scares me about the Bucks is that Rashad Fenton's going to be guarding Antonio Brown. Um, and, yeah, that that is the thing that really, I think, is the only, like, big worry. But at the same time, I have to give our corners credit. Mm-hmm. They have all gotten better as the season's gone on. And somehow our secondary has improved, mm-hmm. uh, even after we lost Fuller, who was our best corner last year. Tell you what, so, Thornhill looks damn good again. Yeah, Thornhill looks like he's got – I mean – that's the thing where I'm just a little less scared. I think we got Fenton back this week. Fenton's been solid, uh, really, Fenton's since been the our highest graded defensive player for like a lot of the weeks in the regular season. Yeah, I, I think I think that that fear that we are like a bad team for handling that is gone. But yeah, it still has to be said. Any team with the receiving core like that is gonna pose an offensive threat. There's just no way they're not going to. Yeah, and you look at that first matchup with Tampa, there's no way in hell they're playing cover one on Tyreek again. No way. I don't know who in the right mind even thought that was a good idea. Well, they're not going to. But regardless of that, the Chiefs should have beat the shit out of them. Up 17-0 inside the 10-yard line, Shaq Barrett forces a fumble. That's a chance to go up 24 points on them. Fucked that up. Up 27-10, you get two interceptions, go three and out both times. Demarcus that Robinson game- fumbled two, unless that was the Shaq Barrett. Uh, no, that because was... I know Mahomes and Robinson both fumbled the ball inside the red zone, so that's that's 14. I think I don't remember Robinson fumbling in that game. I remember he fumbled it. No, it, yeah, eh, I know he should have gotten the first down or he fumbled. I know Robinson fumbled the next week at New Orleans. I mean, it might not have been the next week. No, yeah, I know he Robinson fumbled... fucked up in that game. He fumbled in New Orleans, but I don't think he fumbled in Tampa. Um, yeah, that game should not have been that close but you know that is what it is um they're gonna have to go in here and tampa's definitely gonna be better prepared to face the chiefs this time around yeah demarcus did not fumble it he just fucked up on a third down yeah i think he dropped the pass like that he should have caught on third down yeah that's what it was i'll just call that that yeah well people looked into that pass it was mahomes uh, fault a little bit i mean you still should make the catch but yeah yeah I, I think one thing I also want to say about the Bucks that helps the Chiefs is their two safeties got hurt last week. We'll see if they'll be back. I haven't really seen a ton of updates, but I saw both their starting safeties didn't play against the Packers, or one of them got hurt in the middle of the game, I think. Um, and if they don't have cover over the top like that, 
that is I mean, something I saw, that I think the Chiefs could really blow up. ESPN if, already came out and said all their corners are expected to be healthy, and Watkins and Bell are supposed to be healthy. Like everyone's yeah. going to be healthy. That should be the only question is Willie Gay. Yeah, I could give a dang about him at this point. He's kind of yeah. gone for me. Like you've been, you've missed the two big games, buddy. Like I really don't think he's going to get back on the field healthy or not. Especially because he had been taking limited snaps pretty much all year anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think I think the matchup favors the Chiefs, and only because the Chiefs are just ridiculous. Like I, that's the best way I can put it. I can't really put it yeah. in words. There, you all. I watch them, and I'm like, yeah, uh, thank God because this is like the only time anyone has ever experienced getting to be a fan of a team like this. I don't think there's ever been a team this. Just like, how did that happen? Like, I mean, how how did they not sack him on third down there? Like, I've watched that clip over and over and over again. As the guy tackles Mahomes, Kelsey is covered, and he throws it, and then he's open. It's just the I, connection I they have. Like, that is something that can't be processed. Like, Mahomes throws it, and, like, he hopes Kelsey's understanding what Mahomes, what he's thinking. And every single time, he does. That's the crazy part. Like, their connection that they have is something that like I don't think any other quarterback wide receiver slash tight end has in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think it's a lot like what him and what Brady and Gronk had back in both of their primes in New England. I think it's even better, but I think it's just that sense of knowing where your guy is before he's there. And or, that's what it is with the whole Chiefs wide receiver suit. They all yeah. know even when the route is done, just keep running around the field. Yeah, and that's what you have to do when you have a guy that can extend plays like Pat. I'll say something about Pat. I think towards December where he was throwing a lot of questionable passes, at least in my opinion, he I think he could have been mentally fatigued. I mean, you go to the Super Bowl a year ago, you're coming back, you've played you know all season long, you've got that target on your back. There were just some throws that were uncharacteristic that I think that week off, the two weeks off, I think ended up helping him a lot. Yeah, when he, and he did since have he's been back, Since he's been back, I don't think he's thrown a pass that is even near interception. At least I can't think of it yet. And um, in the r- middle of the season, he didn't have like a three-week break like he did when he uh, did something to his kneecap. He didn't have I think, any of that. I think mentally the Chiefs that week off was big for them. Uh, but I think Pat benefited from from it more than anyone just because – He's had a lot to go on in the last year. You know, it's been just a crazy amount of teams coming at him. You know, everyone gives you their best shot. He's going through that. I mean, I'm going to go a little bit off the field. I mean, you're having a kid that has to weigh on your mind somewhat, regardless of if, you know. I'm just glad she's not expected this weekend. Yeah, really. When is she expected? Does anyone know? Her her, her belly belly looks pretty big, so I'm going to assume here soon. And this is what I've been thinking. Even if, let's say somehow her water breaks on Sunday, I think Mahomes is going to play. Oh, have we we put this? I don't think there's any way he misses the Super Bowl. No. no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The birth of his first child. I actually talked to someone about this. I I talked to a girl about this, and I was like, I don't remember exactly when, but it, might, it was kind of a while ago, but I was like, if I was playing in the Super Bowl and my wife was having a kid that night, there's no way in hell I'd miss the Super Bowl. Like, like Gordon Hayward missed the birth of his child in the bubble in the second round, and we're expecting <laughs> Mahomes to miss 
the is low child key, in the Super Bowl. A, that is such a baller move to miss you in the second round. What a, hey, to be fair, he could not leave. If he left, well, he had yeah, to. If he left, he would have never returned. Yeah, and he probably didn't care because it was like, what, his fifth daughter? Like, yeah, he, he's always he's not, first, not his first child. So he, yeah, it was, that, no, it was his is, third daughter. He has zero boys. He was pissed. Yeah, have you seen the gender reveal where he's just like, the, they, he's they like, break yay. the thing and Pink comes out and his kids are like, Daddy, are you happy? And he's like, Daddy's always happy, just like in the most have upset you not seen that, face, and just I have. he I just looks so devastated. It's like, I'm sorry, mom. Now Mahomes and, needs a son. I'm sorry, but you got to keep pumping until we get when Mahomes a third. I I concur with that. I think we do need a pat, and he needs to go to Mizzou. I mean, okay, but well, you know wherever thing, he goes, we, do we need a Mahomes a third? And I know that people say it, but like the odds of him going to the Chiefs? No, no, no. Yeah, so that's so true. Say, do I was we gonna say have wherever to watch... he goes, I would cheer for him. See, mm. here's the thing about him though. That what if he ends up on like the freaking Raiders or something? Oh, I wouldn't like, cheer for him. That would be so awful if right after Mahomes retired, his cyborg alien son somehow shows up and just like is better than him. Like that would be the true. So John, that, you don't you don't the... want him to be you don't want him to have a son that's a football Look, player. I've prophesied Here, become that Patrick a Mahomes the third becoming baseball. a big chief star. But then it's like, do I want anyone else ever to feel the glory of having Patrick Mahomes on your team? No, no, no I don't. I want an all. I don't want another human, another male human being having that genetics. No, like that, that is scary. Like, like I don't want another. I don't want that to be able to show up again because then it's just going to be somebody else to ruin the NFL. Mahomes daughter wants to play in the WNBA. Let's go! But no, yeah, what if his yeah. son plays in the NBA or the MLB? Uh, that guys, cool, we're acting like do you think this, that's what's going to happen. We're acting like we determine what happens to this kid. We should probably stop talking about. Look, this obviously, this is such a weird hypothetical, and I'm never going to actually intervene in people's reproductive tendencies so <laughs> come on now this is this is all a hypothetical conversation yeah but but, i still but. want to say patrick mahomes the third is a dangerous super weapon that could ruin everything real quickly that could be so, true yeah although let's just be honest a lot of athletes kids end up being worse yeah that's the other thing that's the other thing unless but, you're charlie woods but if the, the gene dice rolling kind of goes in his favor, we but the thing is, like, Mahomes' fiance was a soccer player. No, she's not like some, like, you know, oaf. Like, she's athletic too. Like, the like, genes are this there. This kid is going to be fucking athletic. You, yeah, and you can think that. that I, I can think that as well. But, like, also. You'd like to think that, but Magic Johnson's kid couldn't fucking dribble. Yeah, that and we can try. maybe edit this out. No, because no, no! I'm not doing extra work. I'm not doing blah 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 blah. Literally, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union's kid is a girl now. So who knows what's gonna happen? I'm not saying there's an issue. I'm just saying not all of them end up turning into like, you know, like super athletes. I don't really give a shit what gender it is or where it ends up, as long as it doesn't end up being born on February seventh. Yeah, pretty much. As long as let's stop talking about people's kids. All right. Oh well, God. that was that was the best conversation we've ever had. Uh, I enjoyed right, it, Jackson. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? We're doing that now, or are we going to do that the podcast before the Super? Bowl? I think we got to do it now. Come on, gonna, first we're reaction. Talk, we're going to talk about this for the next two weeks, anyway. So, so we can we can make a little pick here. <laughs> we'll on. give you a prediction so, uh, every single week, every single mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> My mind will change. So, yeah, we all know, uh, Jackson. Uh, Jackson, if you pick the Bucks, I would, I don't think you're a Packers fan. Well, what? Whatever. Like, I could, uh, like, 
there's no I'm way I can for the Chiefs, team. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, listen, Green Bay, just listen to this, folks. 2014 lost the NFC Championship to Seattle. They lost the Super Bowl. 2016 lost the NFC Championship to Atlanta. They lost the Super Bowl. 2019 lost the NFC Championship to San Francisco. They lost the Super Bowl. Trend's going to continue. Tampa's losing. Yeah. I I am picking the Chiefs as well, and that's just because I think I think the Chiefs have – God, people are going to come at me. They have the, the most incredible quarterback I've ever seen um, with – they have the best quarterback the in the best, league right now. Yeah, we, we have the best quarterback with the best receiving core, with the best offensive play caller. Um, yeah, I could give a damn about how good the Bucks defense might be. Um, I'm taking no, the Chiefs. I'm also questioning why you even think people would come at you. You really think people are this deep into No, I'm saying I've called Patrick the GOAT before, and then Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady fans on Twitter go berserk if you do that. So... But I guess this is a this is a um, you know this a is Kansas a City Christian podcast. So I will say Patrick Mahomes is very fortunate to have a coach that's not a pussy. Now that is true. He is he <laughs> he did not like we talked about the old the um, uh, Carson Wentz being like Donald Trump or no? Remember what we talked what? about Jackson Dak Prescott's like Donald Trump and Carson Wentz is like kid who's born into poverty. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is like. The Elon Musk, if you will, like yeah. born into riches and gets way richer. That yeah. that's the best way I can put it. And now right. there's he's John's... the richest in the world. And nobody and they deserve and deserves the riches. He works. He's good at what he does. But all right, you know, starting in a great situation, making it a better situation. I'm taking the Chiefs, and I'm taking them by. I'm taking them by more than thirteen. Mm. I'm Ooh. a hard time believing, and I I hate to say this because I. Sound like a dumbass when I say this, but I have a hard time. The NFL is going to let this be a blowout at all. I, I guess, yeah. Look, I, I mean, I, I can't say you're not like as much as I wanted. Anytime anyone says crackpot stuff about sports being rigged, I always want to shut them down. But like, Tom Brady's gotten away with it a little too many if times. The NFL for me to not was be rigged. Suspicious. They would have let the Bills get that onside kick again. No, dude, what? no, they want Mahomes in the Super yeah. Bowl. Come on. I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that said this is the NFL's answer to Cavs Warriors is Brady Mahomes. Yeah. And that they are going to do this as long as they can. And so, yeah, no. The great thing about having a franchise quarterback like Pat is that the refs will and the NFL will give you breaks. They will. They want to yeah. see you play in big games. And we see we see Rodgers get breaks. We see Brady's get breaks. Mm-hmm. Brady get breaks. Um, Yeah, like it's it's an undeniable fact. If you're a bigger, bigger dude then the rest kind of kind of favor you. But the question is, are they going to be favoring Brady or Patrick? Like, it has to be Brady. I think yeah, they just you say think... let them play. Well, Brady. I mean, I don't think the refs actually realize they're doing it, but there's just an undeniable correlation between penalty favoring for good quarterbacks versus bad quarterbacks. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's really going to be Let's it. Let's talk about the uh, – now that the season's kind of over almost – the quarterback carousel, because my God, there is a, whew, there's a lot of names getting thrown yeah, around. There's a ton of names, especially with Rogers. Should being we save uncertain. this for Thursday so we have stuff to talk about? Nah, bro, let's talk about it. All right, well, I don't know what we're gonna talk about on Thursday, but let's get. We'll it. have Wednesday to talk about it, at least. Do we have to do another? Po- let's just let's only do one this week. There's well, no then we're already game. we're already off on our goal. Hey, who cares? This bro, is how are we gonna off. do two go. in a week where the Chiefs are off? Let's go. All like, right. What are we gonna talk about? Here we go. 
carousel here. We got, of course, Stafford's the big name right now because he's the one I think guy. Watson's that's, a bigger name. Watson's a big name, but I'm not. Con- I'm not convinced he moves yet. Yeah, I'm um, not either. I'm, oh, I'm we're just talking about quarterbacks that real vibes. Well, we're, we can talk about guys like Watson. I'm not saying we can't. I'm just saying that you know Stafford's probably the biggest name that's confirmed to be on the move. He's, he's going not going to be on. He's there's no way he's a lion next year. Which yeah. sucks. and I also I also that. think that there's a very good chance Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay next year. There's a I mean, he pretty much chance. said on Pac- Matt, Pat McAfee today that he's going to be back next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like a 99% so, chance Aaron Rodgers is back. I'm not worried about that. I think Darnold might move. Uh, not that that'd be a huge move. The only, I think, the only reason I see Darnold moving is because they trade for Watson. That's the only way I see him or moving. Or Stafford. No, I, mean, I don't, I don't think Stafford would want to go to New York. I don't you think got, Stafford gets to choose. Yeah. You got Garoppolo who could be on the move. I mean I hope he goes to New York. I doubt Matt Ryan would be on the move, but that's a possibility. I mean, Tua, as crazy as it sounds, could be on the move. If the Dolphins can get Watson, I would not be surprised if they did. Yeah. That that's well, that's, that's the only that way they Tua get Watson. The- that's literally the only way they can get him if they give them Tua. Tua and the number three overall pick. Or or they just say, you know what? We want to have the number three overall pick. We'll take a quarterback with it. We don't want no, to. That would be stupid. That could happen. I mean, there's I no mean, saying. If you, that, if you really like Justin Fields? Yeah, there's no telling if Justin Fields will be better than Tua. If you That that would be stupid. Keeping Tua and drafting another quarterback, that would be No, stupid. you would trade Tua, Josh. You just wouldn't give them the third pick. Oh. You just Damn. wouldn't necessarily trade Damn. for Watson. Oh, well, okay. Then, yeah, sure. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of movement to be had. I think Stafford to the Colts is ultimately what has to happen. I kind of want that to happen. What about Stafford to the Patriots? As much no. as we don't want to acknowledge it, they're going to. They just have no weapons on offense. I just can't see. I think the Patriots Dude, draft Mac Jones. I just, with Bill Belichick, like, I don't know. I, I bet you the Patriots get a good quarterback. I bet you next year well, no the Patriots shit, will be in the AFC. You really think they're going to let championship? You really think, I think it's kind of crazy to say it, but I think them? it sounds wrong to say this. But the Patriots suck at drafting in general the last five six years, so I think that they would be more inclined to go get a guy via trade. Um, I know New England a year ago. I know a lot of people thought New England was going to take at least one quarterback a year ago, rather it be in the first round or somewhere, and they just completely disregarded that. They ended up trading out of the first round. Yeah, Belichick did what he did every year and just said, fuck this pick. I don't want it. He's like, like none 25. of you guys are my Brady. Like 25th. None of this shit's good. But, yeah, I think New England I, – I I just cannot see a scenario where Stafford does not end up in Indianapolis. That just seems like such a – it just seems like the perfect fit. It does. You have a team that has such good roster. They need a quarterback. That's like the last piece that Indy needs right Man, now. I bet you Detroit would take Jacoby Brissett. Now, see, here's the thing. Detroit, whoever they trade Stafford for will not be for their future quarterback, in my opinion. Exactly. Like They could take for a step, fine, but I don't even think that's going to be a part of the deal. I think they're just going to want picks, maybe a player. It could be for a step. It could be someone else. I mean, when it comes down to it, any team that wants to dump their quarterback doesn't have to trade for another one because they know they can just sign Cam Newton. Like, I feel like that's kind of the way I look at it. I don't know if he's someone people want, but he's going to be there for one team. Cam Newton like, was 
freaking horrible last year, though. I mean, you no, have he to was be. bad. He he started off good, kind of turned a dump. But the other thing with it, it's kind of hard to blame him. He's throwing to no one. In yeah, New England. they have nobody. Like I, all he can do is run the ball. Like all he could do there. Now his throwing ability isn't great, so I don't necessarily think that creating an air attack with him is the best idea. But I don't think he's washed completely. Like, there's plenty of bad quarterbacks who have won a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Just ask Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Yeah, I think we should be the we hate Jared Goff Gro- podcast. Ask Rex Grossman. He went to a freaking Super Bowl. Ooh, after this is done, I need to give my battle for the tenth seed. Or, or now, hear me out on this one. Okay. Ask Tom Brady. Oh. Tom Brady's not yeah. leaving Tampa. Is it irrational to think that Tom Brady's using some performance enhancement drug? Because he looks better right now than he did at 23. Um, I think it's because I don't know. I think it's because he has. I think it's because he has uh, well-known people on his team. If you're a Patriot, you were developed into a good player. Tom Brady was given good players as a Buccaneer. That's I mean, fair. He did but... walk butt forwards into a team that was clearly good enough to make the Super Bowl if they had a quarterback that could yeah. cut their interceptions in I... half. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of look at it, though. His deep balls are more impressive today than they were 10 years ago. That shouldn't happen, but... I mean, the other thing with that is, though, like, New England's never built that. He's always been a check-down guy, and Arians is kind of an entirely different That's fair. system than he's been. I get what you're saying, though, but I, I will say I don't think he's taking PEDs because yeah. I think his long throw ability is being put in the spotlight the Chiefs, more by having guys like Mike Evans now and they talk being about, in a Bruce Arians offense. Now they talk about the long throw. The Chiefs are the number one uh, team on passes more than 10 yards. Don't know if you guys Oh, it's that. not the Seahawks anymore? Oh, nope. Russell Wilson's the best deep ball thrower in the NFL. John, I'm talking about our defense. Rodgers and Mahomes You're over. talking about oh, defense. You're talking about defense? I thought yeah. you were talking about offense. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I was still like, the freaking Seahawks. I was like, the Seahawks. All right, the Seahawks, one. though, they don't even count in my opinion because they had the same stupid fucking play calls every game. Every game, it was run on first down, run on second down, get in third and seven or third and six, and throw a deep ball. Did you like, see that video with DK Metcalf breaking down why they got destroyed? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, yeah, he says that exact thing. He's like, well, "When was that? When he said oh, that? Oh, it was recently because they were talking about. They asked him like, "What do you think went wrong with the offense?" And he's like, "Well." <laughs> When every time you run it twice and then try to chuck it deep on play action, people kind of start to figure you out. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> just watch their game versus the Rams. That's all they did. And then when they got behind, they just threw like their one mix-up. Brian Schottenheimer would call and be like, "All right, now here's a court. Now here's a wide receiver screen." And even that blew up in their face. So. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, was... Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf both don't have Tyreek Hill in their top five wide receivers. DK has him as the second best wide receiver. I mean, he's not, but you can make a case they for the top have. five. They Justin Jefferson have. has him as number three. A rookie both... has him as three. The be- They both have Julio at number one, right? Which, I mean, I respect. I mean, Julio's been a beast for so I'll long. I'll take Tyreek over Julio. I'll be honest. I'm biased. I'd take Hill over anyone. That play where he just ran through everybody, no one in NFL history has done anything like that. Like, what the hell? I guess Hill's maybe speed is just, Hill's speed is just unbelievable, um, and which makes him, like, the biggest threat. But I think – Yeah, but it's like – I think you could – I don't think you can go wrong between Hill, Julio, Adams, See, and but Hopkins. Julio you can use throughout yeah. the whole field. Tyreek's speed you can't use in the red zone. 
I mean, you can. It, you can, but you can't really develop. Yeah, I mean, you. I can't, think Julio is the better wide receiver in the red zone. Running with one of those weird reversal plays from the back, and he runs into the end zone, going sixty miles an hour on a toss from the five yard line. Yeah, that's where he kind I mean, of he, brings a different level. If anything, he even when he doesn't get the ball, even when the play's not on his side of the field, creates so much fear in a defense that he draws attention over. So you know, I think there was that run that they had at the end of the game um, on what versus Buffalo. And they showed the replay of Tyreek just running a go for no reason. And that guy fell trying to chase him. Like it was just like shit like that. Defenders are terrified of him. And so yeah, they like, would, Yeah, they'll yeah. literally follow him wherever he goes, even if he has nothing to do with the play in their opinion. All right, yeah, like Jalen we... Ramsey is an idiot. That's all I have to say. He he's the one who started this whole thing. This is all because of him. Before we so. uh get off, I gotta up you update you guys for the Battle of the Tenth Seed. Mm. Oh God. I might have to join with Miami because we're the. No, the, we're only we Western start. Conference. This is only Western Conference. Western All Conference right. is much harder than the Eastern Conference. And oh, the Heat suck. Even, and also, oh, no. Raptors, 10th seed. Jackson, suck my dick. Well, that's all I had to say about that. It had to anyway, be higher than a seven, so. I yeah, don't know they do. But they were the 13th for a while. Anyway, 15th right. seed, you got the Timberwolves. They're out. Gone. Pelicans, yeah, 5 and 10. They might switch some things up, but I think they're not going to They have enough it. talent to get back in it, in my they opinion. They have enough talent to get to the 10th seed. I think that's the seed you need. Yeah, well, that's uh, the seed you care about, ultimately. 13th is my Sacramento Kings. Uh, they've been on a little bye since Friday. They played against the match tomorrow. Hopefully it goes well. Uh, then you got the Rockets at 12. That That's the team that could fight for the 10. I see them fighting for the 10 pretty easily. 11, Thunder, 10, okay. the Dallas Mavericks. I mean... I see the Mavericks I'm, I'm sorry it. to tell you this, homie, but the Mavericks are way better. So that's why I just said I said the Mavericks them. are going to make it. You can forget them. Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can honestly kiss a goodbye, Josh. The Kings ain't guys. The I'm not. This is not just for the Kings. You guys said you should make a podcast race for the tenth. Well, I'm giving you a segment so we can add time. No, you can have the race for the tenth, and that's fine to talk about. And I, I'll talk about it with you, but I'm also going to tell you that it's not going to happen. Oh, so. it's not. It's it's not. I, I literally, yeah. me and John said that. Like I, I was like, you're actually thinking the Kings have a chance. If the Kings Listen. have a better. The Raptors have a better chance of getting the seventeenth than the Kings do getting the fifteenth or the fourteenth. I think the Kings finished in last. I think they finished behind Minnesota. Yeah. Somehow, Luke wow. will just shit the bed. I don't think they'll finish behind Minnesota. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, don't think I, don't I know think you have a hard on for Luke Walton. John, I still want to know why you have a hard on for Luke Walton. Because he's better than Doc Rivers. <laughs> that's that's just why. I like. Any Who would you rather have, Tyron Lue or Rivers? Luke Walton? Uh, Tyron Lue now okay, with good. the way the Clippers good. have played. All right. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you're a Kings fan, somehow listening to this, which is impossible. But if you are and you There's want nothing. to. Follow more Kings news. Follow at season Tyrese. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's that way we don't have to talk about this shit. Bro, anymore. I don't know who that is. They've been like tweeting a lot. But it's I know, bro. That's, it's weird. They've been tweeting a yeah, lot. They've been like tweeting a lot about, about how much potential. And they like the Chiefs, have. apparently. It's Chiefs yeah. Kingdom as well in their bio. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and try, drop them a follow but so hey, we don't have to talk about this anymore. The only time the Kings will be mentioned is in the race for the 10th. But they get to that ninth seed? No. We're not talking about them. If they somehow oh, get to the shut the hell up, guys. No, that, that was sarcastic. Just, that was I'm about sarcastic. to say, you know for a fact that if they're the nine, you're going to be. If the Kings are within ten games of the tenth seed at the end of the season, I'll be pretty happy. Okay, well that's just sad. I mean, that is just a sad reality. 
And that's what, that is what the battle for the 10th is. That is what it's all about. Okay. Your team being sad. But hey, that's it for Primetime Kansas City. Jackson, yeah. your little heat update. Heat are what? They're terrible. Jeez, They're I, I, was, I was looking up at the 5-8 to eight range. Now I had to look down to 13. Yeah, Butler hasn't played since the 9th of January. Neither it's okay. They, they play the Kings here this week. So, there you go. Well, they kind of got fucked, to be completely honest. Because they Butler got hurt, and then they got... Just a brutal back-to-back with Milwaukee, back-to-back with Brooklyn. I mean, you back- beat Milwaukee. Beat them once, but I mean, it's just like they've gotten some shit. I don't know. They're not. They're not doing well. They don't have hero either right now. So, and John, we're not. If you even think we're talking about the Clippers, we're not. We get it. Okay, You're well, good. we're we're good. And yep, that's all. game of the night tonight: Clippers without Kawhi, Paul George, and Patrick Beverly versus the Atlanta Hawks. Who you got? <laughs> <laughs> that's where we ended we're not even gonna yep. give your answer i'm so excited it's gonna be a great game everyone that's very even yeah. matchup all right we'll see you guys on the next episode this has been primetime Kansas city presented to you by q39 we'll see you on the next episode peace